0: to the More Than a Physique podcast, where we discuss ways to ignite all areas of your life surrounding health, fitness, and becoming mentally elite. I'm your host, Kristen Jansen, certified strength and conditioning specialist, sports nutritionist, and a certified pre- and postnatal coach with The Natty Hour. Before we get into today's episode, I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors, Legion and The Natty Hour. Legion is an evidence-based supplement company that takes pride in ensuring that all products are backed by peer-reviewed scientific literature and are dosed at clinically effective levels. If you've been following me long enough, you know that I'm not one to push something that I don't believe in, especially supplements. But the fact that Legion has gone to great lengths to ensure such quality products is the reason why I have partnered up with them. If you are interested in learning more, be sure to visit legionathletics.com. You will also receive 20% off your first order if you use my code JANSON, J-A-N-Z-E-N, at checkout. Further information and links are in the show notes. Also, a huge shout out to the Natyar! which is my online coaching business that I run with my husband, Kyle Jansen. We exist to serve the drug-free strength and fitness community, from those who embody the discipline and determination to pursue the highest level of competition naturally to those looking to improve their overall health and lifestyle. Our athletes range from being elite bodybuilders to the new mom looking to prioritize her health amongst a hectic schedule. Be sure to visit thenattyhour.com to learn more. Thank you so much for supporting the More Than a Physique podcast. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share this episode on your social media. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome to episode 93. In today's episode, I thought I would just take some time To fill you guys in with what has been going on. Obviously from the title of today's podcast episode, you kind of have an idea as to what I'm going to talk about and that is why I made the decision to go back on birth control. For those who were able to check out my previous episode... I'm not even sure which, how long ago that was. Kind of just scrolling back through here to see if I even had an episode where I talked about this. It doesn't look like it. It would have been on my YouTube channel and Instagram. So just to kind of take you guys back a little bit here... June last year, June of 2022, I made the decision to stop taking birth control. And it was for a variety of reasons. You know, I at the time was 32 years old. I'm 33 now. I have been on birth control since I was 16 or 17 years old. And At the time when I was on birth control, of course, there were not a lot of, there wasn't a lot of advice in regards to specific implications that you can expect from being on birth control, the impacts that it has on your hormones, and all of these other factors beyond just your original purpose for going on it in the first place, which for me, was to avoid pregnancy. Yes, of course, there are other reasons why individuals, women, decide to go on birth control. A lot of them related to balancing their hormones, maybe reducing acne. Those who struggle with other underlying issues like inflammation, endometriosis, things like that which go beyond the original intent of what birth control is, which is to avoid pregnancy, but that was my original reason for going on birth control. So when I made the decision, fast forward several years later that I wanted to stop taking birth control, it was primarily due to the fact that I started to gain a better understanding as to how it was not really in line with what I was trying to accomplish with just having a better hormonal profile. You know, I did a lot of research in regards to the uh, negative side effects of birth control and I was at a place where I felt like I was ready to take on the challenge of just balancing my hormones naturally without the use of birth control. So I spent A few months preparing my body to come off birth control because after being on it for, you know, over 15 years, it's not really something that you can just or you should stop taking cold turkey. And I just want to stop and preface the rest of what I am saying here by encouraging you if this is something you are considering, note that this episode is just me explaining my experience, sharing my story. It is not medical advice. This is not something that you should do based off of yourself. I would really encourage you to do your own research, talk to your appropriate physician to come up with a game plan as to what is gonna be best for you. Because even myself, There's been a big movement where a lot of evidence-based individuals, coaches, influencers have shifted their views on the use of birth control, which initially inspired me to do my own research and come off birth control. So I spent months just preparing my body to come off birth control, and I stopped taking it in June of 2022. The first couple of months went extremely smoothly. My period came when I expected it to. It wasn't overly unbearable, if you will, and I was really starting to gain a really good understanding of my body. I applied the uh, fertility awareness method where naturally I was able to determine when I was ovulating, which can be accomplished through various ways, such as paying attention to your cervical mucus, as well as taking your daily temperature, just so you can gauge naturally where your body is at within your cycle. And for me, I actually really enjoyed that side of it, because when you are ovulating and how there are only roughly six days during your menstrual cycle where you can actually get pregnant, those weren't things that were taught to me. As a teenager, as an adolescent, I'm not learning these things until I was 33 years old, which saying out loud is really sad to say so even though and we'll get to why shortly here i decided to go back on birth control i don't regret my decision for coming off it because it has allowed me to take a step back and even further have a better understanding of myself of womanhood so that way when the time comes for me and I have children, I will have the tools to be able to teach her the appropriate steps and being able to understand her body with making that decision for herself versus just blindly taking birth control at such a young age when you know you have the ability and the tools to measure when you are ovulating and responsibly understand when it's appropriate to be sexually active and when you need to take precautions to avoid pregnancy. So again, I'm happy I went through this experience just by having that additional understanding for myself, that understanding that I wish I had at a lot younger of an age. However, after the first two to three months, things started to take a bit of a turn. I started to deal with unbearable amounts of shoulder pain, and breathing related issues all on my right side. When these symptoms occurred, it took me probably a good two to three months of going through this to be able to take a step back and notice that these symptoms were occurring during my menstrual cycle. At the time, I thought I was just dealing with pain due to different movement patterns or maybe I hurt myself at the gym. You know, I always did something new that lined up with that pain. I remember in August, um, I got really sick. I actually got really sick where I thought the pain that I was experiencing was due to the sickness no indication or idea in my head that it had anything to do with my period. Once I got better, the pain went away. The next month, I uh, was playing some pool with some friends and we played for a few hours where my shoulder being in that position for extended periods of time when you're playing pool, I thought that that was what triggered my shoulder pain. Again, the following month, I started doing some yoga and just being in a downward dog position. A Couple days later, I would get shoulder pain. And all of these different activities and circumstances that I was going through that I thought were triggering my shoulder pain, they all happened during that time of the month, during my menstrual cycle. So it wasn't until like maybe October, November, where the pain showed up during my cycle, and I, did, and I was at that point, I'm like, I'm doing nothing new. I'm not doing anything but lifting, I'm gonna do some shoulder mobility, but I'm not doing any new activities that might trigger this pain. And the pain still showed up. So it showed up, and that's when I was like, hey, what is going on? I took a step back, and since I track my cycles, I was able to notice that that pain always occurred during the first few days of my menstrual cycle. And that's when it kind of hit me where I'm like, okay, there's something going on with my cycle. Instantly made an appointment with the doctor, not really knowing what it was. I started Googling it. I'm like, menstrual pain on your right side and your shoulder and your ribs. First word that comes up is endometriosis. Something I have never heard of before. I've heard it like here and there, but never took the time to really understand what it was and uh, the effects of it and the the pain and the turmoil and everything else that came with it. So it scared me. I was like, okay, this is like really heavy duty. I'm sure I don't have this. (laughs) Made an appointment with my doctor, told him all my symptoms. And that was the first word that came out of his mouth. And this was roughly in December of 2022. I have a really great family doctor, so instantly he did some blood work just to see if I was celiac. Sometimes gluten can be a culprit with increasing inflammation. Thank goodness I'm not celiac, so we kind of ruled that out. He did some other panels that I'm not 100% aware of as to what he was looking at, but based off of everything that he was telling me, everything looked good. Everything looked fine. So we took the next course of action, which was to um, refer me for an ultrasound and to a gynecologist, just to see what the next steps are in place so we can get an actual diagnosis. Cause this is all just hearsay. And these are speculations that we are assuming that it is likely due to endometriosis. It took three months to get an ultrasound. We are in April and I just had my ultrasound a month ago, so at the beginning of March, and uh, the ultrasound came back completely fine. No indications of endometriosis or anything like that. As of today, I am still waiting for my referral to my gynecologist so we can take the appropriate actions as to what to do moving forward. However how much longer it may take for me to actually see a gynecologist. I'm at a point right now where the research and everything that I have done to help reduce endometriosis has led me down the path to going back on birth control. I have been taking extra strength Advil, like Skittles for, since August. Since August, and we are in April, where you only wanna take about three a day and you don't want to have the extra strength Advil for longer than five days. And I'm at a point where I'm like watching the clock to make sure that I don't go over the uh, time frame, the 24 hour period of having more than three pills and making sure that I don't go over the five days. And it's to the point where I'm taking extra strength Advil so much that it's making me question what i need to do moving forward what is considered to be healthy and basically the only options to helping with endometriosis and this is just based off of my research i am not an expert in this area those who have suffered with it a lot longer than me i don't even have a diagnosis yet i don't even know if i have it but if i do the options are to go back on birth control or to take anti-inflammatories or there's surgery. When and if I get surgery, who knows when that will be. Taking extra strength Advil like gummy bears is not really something that I see as overly healthy either. So I'm at a point where it's like, which option is going to be better for me based off of my situation? Even though from a hormonal standpoint, I really don't want to go back on the pill. I have made that decision for myself. And yes, there are other things that I can do from a dietary standpoint. Um, Some individuals recommend cutting out dairy, cutting out red meat, um, moving to a plant-based diet. And these are things that I have done before, not as an attempt to mitigate the symptoms of endometriosis, but I've done them in the past where I know that those aren't sustainable options for me. I also have been dealing with an iron deficiency for the last five years, and including red meat into my diet over the past three years. Has it been three years? Yeah, I guess it's been three years now since I stopped my plant-based diet. That has allowed me to increase my iron to a healthy range, to a more normal range. And I know the implications and the effects that I had when I was dealing with an iron deficiency, the fatigue, the mental fog. I don't want to have my iron start to suffer because I'm trying to cut out red meat as an attempt to reduce inflammation, to reduce endometriosis related symptoms. So it's kind of catch 22, right? I'm kind of going back and forth with weighing out the pros and cons and asking myself, am I healthy enough? You know, we always try to achieve better health, and I definitely have been over the years, as we all should. But there is sometimes, from what I'm experiencing here, a bit of a law of diminishing return, right? Where, you know what? Sometimes you have to do what you may not feel is quote-unquote healthy, you know, such as being on birth control. But if it's going to help you with improving your quality of life, you have to ask yourself if... That is something that's important to you because I'm not gonna lie to you, for those listening, since August, I have been in such turmoil with this pain. It's caused a level of depression in me during my menstrual cycles where, I mean, I'm not actually gonna do this, but it's like made me think about like just not wanting to be here anymore. I would never like, harm myself, but it has caused some of those thoughts where the level of depression that I have been dealing with during that time of the month, it is to the point where it's completely unbearable. It's impacted my quality of life so tremendously that for me as an individual, based off of what I am going through and based off of the unknown answers that are going to take months for me to get, I just know that in my heart and, uh, what I need to do right now is go back on birth control. So it's officially been one week, one week of being back on birth control. I don't expect the symptoms to change overnight. You know, depending on the individual, it could take a month, it can take several months. I'm not too sure at this point, but I've reached a level of desperation where I just wanna do anything to get rid of this pain that I'm experiencing right now. And it was a tough decision, and I wasn't sure if I was going to share that decision online right away. But for those who have been following me long enough, you know that I'm extremely transparent. I try to document things as best as possible. So I think, you know, what you can take away from this situation is to uh, be okay with that decision. You know, those who go off birth control right now most people online are sharing their positive, amazing experience with going off birth control that I don't think a lot of people who are struggling with going off birth control and making that decision to maybe go back on it are sharing it. And like I said, I wasn't even sure if I was gonna share this at first. Just because at first, when I made this decision, I kind of felt like a failure to some degree. I felt like I was, you know, giving up trying to accomplish something that may have just been wishful thinking for me and my body and my situation where the best course of action for what I need in my life right now does go against the grain of uh, what is quote-unquote healthy, what is quote-unquote important when it comes to women's health. But I just hope that by me just sharing my experience about this, it just kind of allows those who may be going through something similar, maybe waiting for things to get easier and better going off birth control that, you know what? We're all different. We all have different experiences. Just because your favorite influencer online has had a beautiful journey with going off birth control, that doesn't mean that that's gonna be the case for everyone involved. That doesn't mean that that's gonna be the appropriate course of action for everyone involved. And if you do have to go back on birth control, if you make the decision that, you know what? It's not for you right now. Going off birth control, it just doesn't fit your specific needs. It doesn't fit your specific goals and what you're trying to accomplish and your symptoms as to why you went on birth control in the first place. It is okay. It doesn't make you a failure, because at the end of the day, we are all different. Before I sign off today's episode, I also just wanted to say, because I know some people might be thinking this, and I know I was too, I don't believe that being on birth control caused endometriosis. I think that this is something that I likely would have been dealing with at a lot younger of an age. You know? There's not a lot of research on endometriosis right now where some of it does indicate that birth control, that's why I'm going back on it, helps manage the symptoms. So if I wasn't on birth control, I likely would have been dealing with the shoulder pain when I was a lot younger, maybe when I wasn't on it. So that's just something that I thought was worth clarifying. At the end of the day, like I said, I am undiagnosed as of right now. Um, nobody has given me any answers and I know that I've seen based off of my research and speaking to other individuals, getting a diagnosis for some people, it took years where my quality of life is important to me. And yeah, you know what, from a hormonal standpoint, maybe being on birth control isn't the best course of action for me, for most individuals, but I feel like I feel like it's a balancing act where I do the best that I can in all areas of my life. I make an effort to stay hydrated. I make an effort to have whole nutrient-dense foods, really reduce my processed food consumption, and just also pay attention to my hormonal panel. I get blood work done twice a year, and I've been doing that for years where before I came off birth control, everything still looked good. My thyroid looked good. Everything from my hormonal panel always was in a good range, except my iron, and it is in a better range as of right now. So for me, good enough. I'm healthy enough. And my quality of life, my mindset, my mental capacity, that is what I need to prioritize right now. And the emotional turmoil that I've been going through and just crying every single month because this pain was so unbearable, it's worth it for me to go back on birth control if it's gonna help. It's gonna help my sanity. So, who knows? Maybe this will backfire. Maybe this is the worst decision ever. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with having to make another video if I need to. I'm not ashamed because this is my experience. This is my journey. And I'm okay sharing that with those because I think, you know, it's important to share this with other people who may be going through something similar. So that way you know that you're not alone. All right. So I will keep you all in the loop with everything. That's all I have to say about said topic for today. If anyone has any questions or anything like that, please don't hesitate to reach out maybe send me a DM on Instagram, share this episode if you found it to be helpful. And as well too, it would mean the world to me if you just take five seconds, 30 seconds here to go leave the podcast episode a five-star review. You can do this on Spotify, or if you listen on Apple Music, by you taking the time to actually leave the podcast a five-star review, That's what allows the podcast to grow and of course it means the world to me. So thank you all so much for listening. I look forward to chatting with you all again very soon but until then, go out there, strive for more, be more and ignite your inner athlete.